Howdy, friend. Welcome to Homegrown. I'm your host, R.P. Smith. I'm feeling just a little bit down this morning. I had myself convinced that I was six weeks out from the wreck. Beth got the calendar down and proved to me that I was just entering week five, which still has me over halfway to eight, at which point I'm not sure what is going to happen, but it's surely going to be something good. PT has been going well, and I'm amazed how much less painful riding in a vehicle has become in just a week or two, depending on what universal time consortium you happen to be operating in. I'm grateful that traveling is less daunting than it was because I have some places I want to go next week. I am not going to be able to perform as scheduled at the Buffalo Common Storytelling Festival in McCook next Friday. But I would encourage anyone within earshot to make an effort to attend and welcome Texas Cowboy songster Andy Hedges and Montana's favorite family musical collaborators, Bridget and Johnny Reedy, on their first visit to Nebraska, along with my pal Jake Riley, who will be sharing cowboy poetry in my place. I am hoping to be able to attend the pie and ice cream social at the Custer County Historical Museum in Broken Bow at 5.30 Friday afternoon and collaborate with my pal Don Shada on some entertainment before, during, and after the festivities. Then on Saturday, Beth and I are planning to make a trip to Valentine so we can be present for my induction into the Nebraska Sandhills Cowboy Hall of Fame. My son-in-law, Patrick, has provided me with several books to read over the past few weeks, all of them about old-time cowboys. After reading an overview of the greatest bronc riders from Montana to the Mexican border from 1880 to 2013, I am harboring no illusions that my bronc riding ability has any bearing on my being honored by the Nebraska Sandhill Cowboy Hall of Fame. I do appreciate my friend Chubb Daly, along with Beth and my daughter Elissa, for submitting my nomination and for the committee, including me in this prestigious group. History is written by the winners, and since I was the winner in one recorded and witnessed bronc ride, it seems appropriate to share that tale from the trail this morning. Take a deep seat for a piece that I call Pronghorn promenade. We were hunting pronghorn near the border. The day was made to order myself and two in-laws, both named Doug. With fair shooting and some good luck, they had partnered on a nice buck, and when asked if I could pack it, I did not shrug. For you see, my horse was seasoned, inasmuch as I had reasoned, I had hauled a loper in just one day past. But my thinking had a flaw, and this I too soon saw, that doing something once is not a lesson that will last. The plan it was to straddle that carcass across my saddle, thread him with the swells, and then secure him tight. I am sitting in the seat with the mission near complete, when my pony sidestepped and launched us into flight. That goat's head on the fly nearly caught Doug in the eye. It was a moment I will not soon forget. The horn hit my mare's nose hard. She blew snot about a yard, and then my pony did a pirouette. 
Loper hooked her forward and hooked her aft. If it was funny, no one laughed, but I thought I heard a mournful cry to warn. We were doing a version of Western Swing when in my ear a voice did ring. R.P., be careful not to break a horn. I had some reservation about the trophy's preservation. Survival now was foremost on my mind. And I knew if I was to fall, I'd lose saddle, horse, and all. And I was looking for a way out of a bind. But I kept my tongue, it just made sense, to choose my final utterance. For to my heavenly home I feared I'd go. At the time I did realize I'd best not need apologize. What could have been my final words was simply, Whoa! We were at least halfway to the pearly gate. That mare continued to agitate a twistin', churnin' mass of hide and fury. A lifetime of learning and a moment applied, I needed it all to make that ride. There was no time for planning or for worry. Deep in the seat I sank, the horn hit my pony's flank. I thought of my wife and a baby on the way. Using instinct to survive, I was glad to be alive. In that moment, I knew I was on to stay. Then something flipped a switch. That mare planted, quivered, twitched. Loper whacked her one more time, then came to rest. I quickly got the head secured. The only sound that could be heard was the demons beating tom-toms in my chest. My face split in a grin, for I had been allowed to win. I had stared the reaper in the eye, and he had flinched. And with a certain air of pride, we continued on our ride. My in-laws admiration I had clinched. The sad ending, I'll confess, relates are sure tough to impress. I had made the ride of my life, I could have swore. A two-bit ride, they rated mine, scored my mount a 29 for a total of a measly 54. My story's moral, you'll find true. Perspective shapes your point of view. And that's why stories ain't all told the same. And those bugs flying round the campfires glow. Well, I'm sure they think they know. The feelings of the moth that just landed in the flame. Thanks for riding along on Homegrown this week. Hoping that the Lord blesses you real good today. That he is raining on your place. And that are happy trails. Cross again soon. I'm R.P. Smith.